Good morning, everyone. Let's start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for allowing us to see another day. We thank you for being God alone. We thank you for never hurting us, never leaving us or forsaking us, Father God. We ask you today as we go through this devotional, Father God, whether we're reading or hearing it, bless our ears, Father God, and help us to understand anything that you're saying to us. Father God, help something to apply to our life to make a change. Father God, we genuinely want to change for you in Jesus' mighty name. Key verse, John 8 and 7. As And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. Topic, I will not throw a stone. Affirmations. I am loved by God. I am blessed by God. I am courageous. I am filled with joy. Thoughts. We have to be careful how we deliver the word of God. We can't deliver it on the basis that we know everything. And, and this is how it goes. No, it, it can't be delivered by beating down a person for the sins they commit. Because let's face it, we all have sinned. We must learn to do it in such a way that we convey it, convey to them that Jesus loved them. That's what we forget when we try to teach the gospel. We are so eager to teach it that we don't allow the Holy Spirit to help us deliver it the way we see fit, the way he sees fit. Just because someone is an addict or a sinner, whatever they are, doesn't mean they deserve to feel less. Because that, because what we must understand is that what drew people to Jesus when he was on earth was his love for people, for his kindness and compassion, not his authority. They knew he had this by the way he moved and healed and responded. We don't always have to announce we are in Christ and we are a Christian. All we have to do is let people see it on us and how we handle situation. Let them see how how some see how we speak to someone. Remember that we all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. John John eight and seven says as and as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, "Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her." These men were ready to stone this woman for adultery, and Jesus didn't get angry. He didn't fuss. He was very calm. He asked them one thing. He said, "If you haven't sinned." Throw the first stone. In verse 9, it tells us this. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. And the, and the older ones first until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. This is the same thing for us. We are so ready to break down the person that's an addict or the person that has slipped. But we are. But who are we to do this? To destroy someone with words just so we can obey a point? No, that isn't what Jesus wanted us to do that isn't love, friends. We must learn that we have been in a spot in our lives where we were disobedient to God or that we forget we were once in that place. Many people today need to know that God still loves them and or does love them. Being a great woman, man of God, isn't about how many we teach to. It's not how many people we have in a church. It's about how do we convey the word of God. It's about saying, saving one soul out of 50 people in a congregation. Do we save at least one? Have our message impact someone's life? Or when we are talking to people, do we win over that one person? Or have we ran off a crowd of people because we have used our words the, right, the wrong way? Verse 11, knowing, sir, she said, then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and I leave your life and leave your life of sin. Do you see what Jesus did? 
He didn't say, you're sinning, you're going to hell. He didn't make her feel bad. He didn't point out everything she did wrong. No, he told her to go away and leave her life of sin. He, We can't tell others to leave the conference of flesh without showing them the love of Jesus that will replace the conference of drugs, sex, liquor, masturbation. We have to understand those are conference for, for them for a reason. And without showing them that Christ wants them in the baggage that, they're, that, that, that they have, they won't leave it. Second Second Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy, God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are in affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comfortable by God. We He will comfort anyone that's dealing with affliction. What is affliction? Something that causes pain or suffering. We don't know who another, we don't know one another's pain or suffering. We don't know what trauma someone is facing every day, but God does. He will comfort those that are in need. And that's what we must convey that he's a comforter. He's a chain breaker. He's a healer. He's a father. He's a lover. He's everything to us. So why shortchange people that are struggling with the flesh? Why not give them the whole truth? Give them the truth about how he saved you or how he loves them and how he never leave them. Don't bash them. Don't throw your stones. No, comfort them. Let them know, yes, what you did is wrong, but God still sent his son to earth to save you from it all. But you must submit. Matthew 10, 19 to 20. But when they handed you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say, for it will be given to you in that hour what you are to say. For it is not you who speak, but it is the spirit of your father who speaks to you, in you. Jesus told us to teach all nations, and a true teacher knows how to make a person understand. He knows how to explain anything to anyone because it's not the length of the sermon. It's how, you understand, how they understand it once we have given it. It's about how do they go from here to there. We have to start allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through us. Today, if you're going to speak to people and you're going to teach people to learn to do it with the same grace you were given by God. Remember that we all are war once sinners, but we are now saved under the blood. But like Paul says, least we be unqualified. He knew his actions could he knew his past actions could make him qualify, or his actions now can make him unqualified. Anyone can be here one day and low the next. But it's about submitting and committing the flesh to God daily. Prayer. Heavenly Father, help us not to judge. Help us to use the Holy Spirit to convey your words to others. Lord, a lot of times we lose focus and we gain our own agenda, but we give you our whole body to use as you will. Please leave. Please never leave us or forsake us. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Lord, we don't want to cast stones at others. We want to show people the way you the way to help them. Father God, help us to show love. Lord, forgive us of any sins we have done. Forgive us if we have breathed the Spirit. Lord, speak to us and show us the way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reference, Colossians 4, 6. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Proverbs 26, 4 through 5. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Proverbs 26, 4 through 5. Jeremiah 23 and 29. It's not my word like fire, declared the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Jeremiah 23 and 9.
Father reading, 1 Chronicles 22, 1-23 and 32, Romans 3, 9-31, Psalms 12, 1-8, Proverbs 19, 13-14. So, we have to learn not to cast the first stone. And not those stones in general. What seems to happen is either when we go out and teach, or when people are in pulpits, they find one topic and they hammer it in. And they don't know how to deliver it. Some people don't know how to deliver it. We have to learn how to. My mom, or my mom used to say this, or it was a saying that I heard that you draw more bees with honey. Can't draw them with vinegar. Can't be cruel to people. You have to be open to how you say things to people. People know they're sinners. They know what they're doing is wrong. In the deepest part of them, they know. But they don't need us telling them it every time they see us. That's not going to make you right. Because when we deliver the word of God or when we speak to people about Christ, how can we ask them to follow Christ if our attitude is nasty? Because the thing is, why would I want to be nasty like you and follow God? If that's how God looks, is the nastiness, no one wants to follow that. You see what I'm saying? We have to learn to ask God to work on our attitude and how we deliver things. I ask God every day, work on my attitude. Because sometimes I get in this way where it's not that I'm nasty, it's I'm closed off. I don't like to open myself up to people because a lot of times when I do that, I don't like people to just randomly leave. And so I expect people to randomly leave when I meet them. And so I'm more closed off. So I don't open myself up. And that's just with anything. I don't open myself up. I'm more closed off. And Lord's been working on me with it. I've gotten better. But I don't, I try not to let that display when I'm speaking to people about God. You see what I'm saying? It's something that I have to work on. It's something internally I God have to work with me on. You see what I'm saying? We all have something we're working on, whether it's a dirty language, whether it's dirty jokes, whether it's an ugly attitude, whether it's how we, we speak to people or how we think we should treat people. We all have something we're working on. But day by day, we must change. We cannot expect to win souls if our attitude is nasty. It's okay to tell someone that is a sin. That is okay, but to keep beating them down and ready to throw stones when we have a problem too. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's a verse in the Bible. Let me get it because I said when I'm going to start doing this instead of quoting random verses and paraphrasing, I'm going to actually start looking them up because I feel like it'd be more, um, much better than just paraphrasing. Okay. It says it here, Matthew 7, 3 through 5. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your eye? We're going to stop right there. If you have a speck, if that if I have a speck in my eye and you have a plank in yours, why would you ever bother me about what I got going on if you're not working on yourself? This is what the Lord is speaking. This is what the Holy Spirit is saying. We must look at ourselves before we go out and point out people's sins. We don't supposed to do that anyway. But if you're going to do that, you need to make sure, my mom used to say, sweep around your own front door. We have to sweep around our own front door. We have to present ourselves daily to Christ. Go on to verse four. How can you say to your brother, let me take the plank, out, the speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? The guy's like, hey, why are you talking to me? You got a whole entire plank in your eye. 
Your house is messed up. Why are you bothering me about the dust that's on my floor? That's what people will say to you. If people truly know our lifestyle and they can sit there and be like, well, Sister Lord, you have a problem with this, that, and the third. Why are you bothering me? I only go home and maybe cuss a little bit. You see what I'm saying? We have to be careful how we grab our stones and get ready to throw them when we have planks in our eye. Verse five, you hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. We have to clear our house. We have to present ourselves as a holy sacrifice to God. We have to sacrifice ourselves daily and submit to God daily to be able to point out flaws to someone else. Because I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. The first time you get up and say, hey, that's the same what you're doing. Someone's going to quick to say, hey, weren't you drunk the other night? You see what I'm saying? We have to be careful what we do. That's what those verses are saying. Don't worry about the speck in someone else's eye. Worry about the plank that's in yours. And that's a tough cookie for some people to chew. Because we, a lot of times, especially, you know, those that don't look at the verses and don't allow the Holy Spirit to teach them, they're ready to, to point at everyone and throw stones, but they're not ready to sit there and say, what is wrong with my life? I can sit here and give you, not a list, because I don't want to sound like I'm a heathen, but I can give you plenty of things that I need to work on, but you would not hear me say these things to people. You would not hear me be ugly to people. You would not hear me be cruel to people. You, you won't. But what the Holy Spirit is asking us to do, I'm sorry, hold on. Sorry, that's my prayer alarm. What the Holy Spirit is asking us to do, people of God, he's asking us to take a look at our eyes, take a look at our life, and make sure our life is fully cleaned up before we go and try to bother other people. We have to make sure our life is complete. How it'd be like if let's just say Paul never met Jesus on the road to Damascus and he just felt inspired one day to go out and save souls for Jesus. Do you know how many people that's going to be looking at him? Even when he gave his life to Jesus, if you notice, a lot of people were scared of him. A lot of people didn't want to go to him because they still see him as what he used to be. You see what I'm saying? People are not going to look over your flaws and then have you to point out theirs. We can't do it. We're not God. We don't supposed to judge. We have to stop judging people and start loving people. We have to start conducting ourselves in a way that, that brings people in. You, you get what I'm saying, people? Uh, this devotional here took me 40, 40 minutes to write. Um, the, the Holy Spirit gave it to me and it took, took me 40 minutes to write. And when I got through writing it, the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, we, he said, my people must learn how to conduct themselves so the people of the world can see them the way they're supposed to be seen. We can't expect to be seen Christ-like if we're out here doing things that we should. I hope you all had have a good day. I hope you all uh, enjoyed the devotional. Uh, remember that Jesus loves you. And I'm sorry it took a while for me to explain this, but I wanted to explain it the way the Holy Spirit broke it down to me. And I hope I conveyed that the best way I could. Um, you all have a blessed night. Thank you.